Well, hello everyone. I want to welcome you to our broadcast tonight, Destiny Moments. And you know, I am Michelle Hughes. I tell you, I experienced something the other day that I have never felt before while shopping at a store. You know, I'm browsing for items and I hear someone literally attacking this female. Listen, (laughs) I didn't ask any questions. I left my basket and stuff in the basket. I ran for cover. I told the young man at the register, at the cash register, that this man is in the back of the store and is beating up this female. I immediately ran to my car. I began to tell others coming into the store what was happening, and they said, that is a shame, and proceeded to enter the store. All I could do was warn them. Finally, the female, I thought, got into her car. Then I saw the guy get into his car and leave the store. To my amazement, the female was still in the store and was at the register before me. I told the guy at the register that I was happy that the trouble in the store didn't escalate. Not knowing the young lady uh, uh, before me began to apologize for what happened in the store. I assumed she had left before the guy who was hitting her. I began to tell her that things are so bad and you really don't know what is going to happen with people being mad with one person and killing the person and they are looking uh, while they are looking they're killing other people I mean that just happened they came in to kill one person and kill other people along the way I am sorry that I really couldn't help her out of her bad situation and this is why I have been on the road to help men and women understand domestic violence. After my dear cousin was killed and we didn't find out who did it until her husband killed his second wife in the same manner. He murdered my cousin in her 20s. She would be in her 60s today. These are truly senseless murders over someone who doesn't know how to deal with rejection. My cousin was killed after she left him or was trying to leave him. And the second wife was was murdered trying to leave him. And he didn't let her out the house. This is a fact. You should honor your wedding vows, but not abuse. I'm going to I'm going to say it again. You should honor your wedding vows, but not abuse. And the same applies to when you are dating. Dating someone doesn't give anyone, you hear me, anyone, the right to start hitting you. I will get out of that relationship immediately with no questions asked. You know the person you are with, if they are violent, You will have to seek protective services to help to keep you from getting killed. 
because some people are vicious like my cousin's husband. They'll come after you to kill you or to injure you for life. They just don't want anyone else to have you. And it's really sad. They can't have you. Nobody else can have you. And this really isn't a plaything. I was listening to this situation where a young lady got into a fight with her boyfriend in Mississippi. And he killed her for cheating on him. And they found her body in his car. He was taking her to get help after he bit her, choked her, and shot her. But he was trying to get her some help. I mean, please tell me. What kind of help was he getting her? Please tell me someone. And it's all around sex. And I know you singles are going to jab me and say, no, it's not. I want to try it out before I get married. I I got to test test it out. Well, you can test it out. But I can guarantee you, you're going to wish you hadn't tested out. Because you might test it out with the wrong person, like these females, like my cousin. She got married to this man. And testing it out can get you in trouble. So I was looking at the show that comes on Mondays and and she was choosing a lifetime partner. You know, the show that comes. I can't think of the show, the the single woman who's trying to find a, a marriage partner. And she hadn't kissed one of the men. And she proceeded to say that she... Uh, wouldn't know if he was the man for her until she kissed him. So she kissed him and she told her friend that she liked him as a person, but the kiss wasn't right. So she ended up sending him home. I mean, we are really and truly basing our relationships on the wrong signs. Now, I grant you, Everybody wants a good kiss. I mean, we want everything to go well, you know, sexually, the whole nine yards, you know, the relationship and everything. But we so busy, you know, thinking about the physical until we can understand that they there are some people who will basically with no no doubt will end up sending you if you're not saved (laughs) sending you to hell because they are not going to accept you leaving them and so we say that okay it's based on sex I'm going to try it out to make sure everything is right but excuse me but in the end we end up in a bad situation or either having to end the relationship because it's just not going right and the person is not wanting to do the right thing I was reading in 1st Timothy 5 and I'm going to read 21 and 22 and it says here I charge thee before God in the Lord Jesus Christ and the elect angels that thee observe these things without preferring one before the other, doing nothing by partiality. And verse 22 says, Lay hands suddenly on no man, neither be partaker of other men's sins. Keep yourself pure. 
You know, I, I'm just I'm just convinced God's not trying to keep us from enjoying life and doing the right thing. No, he's trying to show you the 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 the, the true parts of having a, a good and healthy relationship. And then when I was reading in um, uh, Romans 1 and 29, it says being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of evil, murder, debate, deceit and whispers. So what he's saying is that he's trying to tell you, 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 I mean, he's not telling you not to fornicate, have sex because he's trying to keep something away from you. He knows what is going to happen in the end. In Leviticus 19, 17 and 18 says, thou shall hate thy brother in thy heart that thou shall in any wise rebuke thy neighbor and not suffer sin upon him. He said, how are you going to hate your brother and think you're going to have love or think everything's going to go right for you when you're hating, you can't hate your brother. And that's what th- these men are doing when, or women are doing when they say, okay, you don't want me anymore. So I'm just going to take you. I'm going to beat you up. I'm just going to do whatever I feel because I want you. They're not consenting to God because I don't believe they know God. Because if you knew God, you would know you can't take a life or you can't just go and beat up a person because you feel like it. The Bible says what? We have to learn how to love our neighbors as thyself. But God, it takes God to teach you how to love yourself so you can love others. And you do that by accepting him as your personal savior. And when you accept him into your life, he teaches you to, to love people You know, unconditionally, there's no conditions. If you do this for me, if you do that for me, if you don't do that for me, I'm not going to do this for you. That's not love. That's conditions. He says to do it unconditionally. And that's why we're finding ourselves in relationships with people who have no heart. They have no heart. And I don't care how you cut it. When a person can basically do what that man did to my cousin beautifully stabbed her body up and I'm being pacific tonight because I'm trying to really touch that inward person because we just hop in and out of relationships in and out of the bed thinking oh that didn't work so I'm gonna go with Henry you know if that don't work I'm gonna go with Susie if Susie don't work or you're married and I don't deal with marriage but I'm telling you you're married and you're out there committing adultery come on You know, somewhere you have to ask God to give you peace that surpasses all understanding. Lord, help me. Help me to learn how to live your precepts. In other words, learn the word of God and live it daily. And don't live it on your terms, but live it according to the word of God. And go to church because you don't know everything. As much as we think we know everything, now you know everything about the Bible, but you hating on people. Come on. But if someone tells you, you need to go to church, learn the Bible. Because we, you know, you, you don't know everything. And that's why some of us are ministers. We're here to teach you. That's why I'm here every Tuesday and Thursday. I'm not here just because. I'm here because I've been commanded to do this. It's 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 been it's been ordained for me to do what I'm doing when it comes 
to you singles in your relationships. And I'm telling you, we are living our lives as if we don't have no one to answer to. You're not just living on earth just because you're trying to get more wealth. You're trying to live the best life. And that's all good. That's all good. I want it all. I'll be the first to tell you. I want it all. But if I have it have if I have to have it all and treat my brother with disrespect, if I have to have it all and have no love for my sister or my brother, I don't want any of it. None of it. Because we have to learn through the spirit of God how to love each other. And we go to church, some of us we say we we love God and we just treat people any old kind of way. And then we wonder why things are happening the way they do to us. Now, they happen to good people. But now, you know, it's going to even be 10 times worse for you. And I'm talking about having that peace that surpasses all understanding. At the end of the day, I want to be able to sleep at night. I want to have that peace to know that God is on my side. No matter what I know, I can wake up in the morning knowing that I have the favor of God on my life. I don't have nothing else. I may not have your love. You may not like me. You may can't stand me. But that's okay. That's between you and your God. Because I have to answer to my God. And when I answer to him, when he say good and faithful servant in the end, I know I have lived this life according to his word. And so it really, you know, it, 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 it really... I'm, I'm learning how to understand that all I can do is be a vessel here to help you in the way that I know God wants me to help you. And it's up to you to begin to understand that you're not perfect. But do you want to keep attracting people with bad attitudes, bad behavior problems, or if they are abusive They have an abusive personality. You need to know what you're getting into before you even think about talking about being intimate. I mean, it's all because of the sex connections with the people you are with. And so I do believe that we're going to get it right and we're going to get it right and we're going to do it according to the word of God. And we're going to take those vows and walk down those aisles in those white, pearly dresses and be pure. Yeah, God can make you pure. Yes, he can. And he can do it because you change your thoughts. You change your your presence with him and ask him, Father, help me to become more like you. Less of me and more of you. You know, I keep telling y'all, keep that's God. He's giving me that word. Less of me and more of you. Can you say that? Can you say that from the inside? Lord, less of me and more of you. And when you begin to say, Lord, less of me, more of you, what you really are saying, God, help me to walk according to your word. And not according to what the preacher's saying, not according to what Michelle's saying, but according to the word of God. And when you get a spirit inside of you, you'll want to serve him. You'll want to live according to 
the word of God. Because he wants you to have a partner for life. He wants you to, to walk down that aisle and have that partner and know it's going to be in two. Death do you part. And I believe it can happen that way when you decide to make some decisions. Some decisions to do it according to the word of God. And you may say, well, shoot, my grandmama, my sister, they won't say and they still married. Well, I'm not talking to them. I'm talking to you today. You don't know what they've been through. But what I do know is what you are giving the opportunity. If you're listening to this, God's giving you the opportunity to get your life right. So you may not have to experience some of the setbacks, some of the things that they had to experience because he's giving you the truth. He's giving you the word of God to live by. And in the only way you're going to have that freedom is to do it his way. Not your way, honey, because your way not going to work. I know. Now, I'm in my 60s, so I know. Hey, you know, you used to hear the, the older people talking. But as you start getting older, you start learning some things. And you learn this. It's not about you. You got to die to your flesh if you want to really live according to the word of God. Well, listen, I hope I have given you something tonight to feed off of. You all who are in those relationships and you know they're abusive and you just keep thinking it's you because they'll convince you. You'll make they'll make you think it's you. It's you with the problem. That's why they're hitting you. And if you believe that lie, you're going to end up in trouble with that person because it's not you. It's that idiot that you're with or that female that you're with. And I'm calling them idiots because it's got to be a, a really cruel person to beat someone and to bite someone and to just choke someone or stab someone or or shoot someone because they're not doing what you want them to do. Something is wrong with you and you need the spirit of God in you to teach you how to love. And that meanness, that's a mean spirited person. And that is terrible. That is terrible. And I don't care how you cut it. You need to get out of those toxic relationships that's going nowhere and will end up like my cousin. Left out of here, left a child to be raised by someone else. And that is not a good future if you have children just because you want to be hot under the sheets. And you need to do it walking down that aisle knowing that God has presented you to your true mate. The person who's going to respect you and love you and treat you with dignity and respect. And that's what God demands from every male and female to treat people with respect. You don't talk to people any kind of way. You don't just disrespect people and think they should listen to you. I'm not going to listen to anyone who disrespects me. I respect you in this way. I'm not going to go and come against you, but I'm going to look at you differently because I know you got some issues. And I'm not putting my life, jeopardizing my life because you have no respect. And you women, you females, and men need to get out of those toxic relationships. And I'm talking about men who are with women who are disrespecting you. They may not be able to beat you up, but they're doing it verbally. It's, it's the same difference. And we just take it and take it and take it until we can't take it no more. 
until someone is finding themselves in trouble. And that's terrible because now that young man will spend the rest of his life for some foolishness in jail because all he had to do was walk away from that female, walk away from that male, whoever it might be. You don't have to take things into matters into your own hands. You need to pray. That's what prayer is all about. Begin to to establish a prayer life and and seek God's face. And when you seek God's face and ask him, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me understanding what I should do. Should I enter this relationship or should I not enter that relationship? And he will give you peace. You'll feel peace. Well, nobody had to tell you. You'll know you'll get a peace or you'll get an unrest. And if you get an unrest, that means something's not right. You may need to go get some counseling. That's why I'm here. That's right. To help people in their relationships. And so, you know, we're going to get better in in having you uh, have the ability to contact me and, and schedule appointments for those who need help with their relationship. I've helped many. I've helped people in their marriage. I've saved marriages. Yes, I have. I've helped people have better relationships. The people that I've had uh, married, they're still married because I do believe that you need to get counsel before you walk down that aisle. I'm talking about good counseling to help you work through those issues that you're not even thinking about. And it will help you years. It will help you avoid uh, tragedy or help you not have to go through some of the pains that I see many relationships have to go through because they have not seeked out any counseling. They just walk, oh, I love him, he loved me, and they just walk down the aisle. Well, you can do it, but it doesn't mean it's going to last because you didn't do it according to, I believe, what the Bible wants us to do. He tells us to seek out counseling to seek out someone who knows more than you is it does that mean that you're stupid because you need counseling no it means that you are seeking out the best thing for your relationship to make sure that they're giving you tidbits counseling doesn't mean now there are times when i've been in counseling with my pastor and he says i'm not here to tell you all you should get married or not get married i'm gonna give you things and and you're gonna tell me and guess what i did i end up not marrying that person so no that's what counseling will do it's not they're not we're not here to discourage you we're just here to give you uh, information that will help you make the right decision and what we give you should help you understand what you're doing and to be unbiased about what you're doing. So we don't have anything to lose if you marry, if you don't marry. So all we're trying to do is be very objective to give you information, say you and to give you, you know, with the people I've married, you, you have to do some, you know, work, you, you know, you got to bring back, y'all have to do things. It's not just that simple. You know, you just get married. No, you there are things you need. You need to come back, tell me, cause I don't know everything about the people that I'm marrying. So they got to tell me certain things and tell me what they're going through, what they're feeling. And when I do that, it helps to better your relationship or I can just give you a couple of pointers and it will help you make some some concise decisions about what you're doing I've saved marriages because sometimes they're gonna about to walk away so you're gonna just you know was it adultery in there no well, what, what is oh, just you, know, you just having a bad hair day well that's not a reason to to get a divorce no it's not so I'm just saying that people look at you 
and they look at the person like your friends, your family members. But God looks at the spirit of the person and he ordains certain people to do what they're doing. Just like he ordains different careers. He has ordained me to do what I'm doing now. You're here because it's obvious you're feeling something that I'm saying to you that is speaking to your spirit. And so if I'm speaking to your spirit today, I want you to take heed, go back, listen to this message and understand the things that you need to do in your relationship. Well, I hope I've given you some fruitful things to help you understand that God wants you to have a blessed relationship. He wants you to enter a relationship that he says to death do you part. And I do believe that you need to know that person in all four seasons. So if you're doing it before you just met them three months, ain't four seasons. So you're making a mistake already. I would marry no one before I've seen them in all four seasons. People are different in, in under different circumstances. When the winter comes, you, you'll see how they react to the cold or, or the heat or whatever. So we're not doing this just because we're doing this because it's going to help you in the long run to make the proper decisions when you are getting into a relationship that will be to death to you part. Do you believe that? Do you believe that's possible? Or are you going into it with doubts? And if you're going into it with doubts, you need to think about what you're doing. Well, you know what we do here. We keep it real. I'm going to see you guys on Thursday. Have a blessed evening. And happy birthday to my brother-in-law, William Ross.